0: Welcome to another week of MetaFizz. I am thrilled to have my friend, my oldest BFF, my middle school bestie, <laughs> Jewish mother to all, pottery enthusiast, actress, model. I would say singer because you have a beautiful voice, but I'm more inclined to say rapper <laughs> because we used to rap. He's of Lottie Dottie. We, yeah, we had our past of <laughs> rapping Lottie Dottie and Deloonies back in the day. If she had a lifestyle blog, I would subscribe, and it wouldn't be goopy at all. Ladies and gentlemen, my young laugher.
1: Yeah, see, that was one of the most, <laughs> I'm tearing up. That was such a sweet introduction. It's like, you know, you hit upon everything that I value about myself.
0: <laughs> Not least of which, which pottery. The- <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Guys, when we were younger in Rome, which is where we met. Italia. Um, I was in a pottery class and the only pottery class was offered in school was for like up until like eight year olds or something Little and we kids. were 15. <laughs> so I was the only one. My aunt was just in there like <laughs> potting with children surrounding
0: her just happily, happy as a clam. <laughs> Actually last week we went to Ikea together and she was like, why were you not in that pottery class with me? I'm like, I think it was, I think it was you and the children.
1: I think it was just you and the children in there.
0: Mayan, tell us a little bit a bit about
1: yourself. Well, after that sparkling introduction, um, let's see. So Yazzie and I met um, in Rome. In fact, both our parents worked for the United Nations. So I ended up in, uh, here in New York. And Yazzie has actually, and I've developed and done many a thing and nothing in particular and many things in specific, <laughs> including a podcast um, called Pillow Talk. Which was my fave. Thank you. It was It was, was such a part of my routine Thank every you. Day. It was so great. When's um, it coming back?
0: <sighs> I would love that. It's a whole podcast of its yes. own. Um, Continue. So
1: that, and I'm an actress. Um, I do make my own work, not as much as I'd like. And just recently, the most... Very cool discovery that I'm having because I'm doing this amazing book, which people should do, called The Artist's Way. Anyone who even has an artistic inclination should do it. It's like this 12-week help, uh, self-help course. It's funny finding out Charlie has that book. I had no idea. I know. He's like, oh, I have that book. I know. know. And, and I, actually, I have found many people who have that book and have never opened it. Right. I was one of them. The receipt in it is from 2007. That's funny. It's that like the I Ching. It's like something someone ago. gives
0: you when you're too young to get it. And then <laughs> it festers. And one day, you're like, oh.
1: Oh, yeah, yes. and I think you you can't. You sometimes you're not ready to. You really aren't ready to process or handle that, and then the artist chooses the, you. Yes, no. Is it when the teacher is ready, the student will come? I oh, know the opposite. When, when the, the student, student is ready, ready the, the teacher, teacher will come. come. So if you build that, it, they will come. <laughs> yes, with these cheesy things, that is what I'm doing. Anyways, in the artist's way, I'm been exploring, and I think I would. Like to be a little more theater oriented than I've been. Oh wow! It's a huge discovery. I think that would be great for you though, because you're so expressive. You know? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And continuous. I would almost say I'm expressive and continuous. You know, like I have a trip from A to Z. And sometimes in film, it's like, stop, orgasm, stop. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Stop now. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, I understand that. I'm.
0: That's why I don't like football. (laughs) <laughs> do, do, can that just maybe be understood without too much i, I don't like it. american football because of all the what, what are we doing can we continue the soccer it just continues Such going a good right? point unless it's friday night lights then we're fine if minka kelly is is chilling then we're all good <laughs> fucking minka with that face
1: but with that acting ability that's yeah. what's so great about yeah, her. Yeah. she's she a great actress too, too. she's yeah. good too
0: but she's just annoyingly perfect. But no, you can clink all you want with that margarita girl. We're Sorry, not professional. It's okay. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, I want to explain our topic, which is basically money and stuff. Um, I want to talk to my aunt about money and stuff because I have always observed and admired her ability to be both generous and unwasteful. Reverent of things, but not stingy. And I wondered, where does that come from? Like, it has to
1: come from somewhere. God, well, it's such a... First of all, thank you. But two, totally undeserved, because my image of myself around money is so... There are elements of that, so I think that's true. Mm. But there's also, like, this whole other world of shit, you know? That you're like, where does it come from? And I'm like, well... So... (laughs) Total parentheses. I just want to say that in the artist way, and I'm sorry, I'm just like artist way gabbing about it. Please. But this week happens to be the week of talking about money and abundance. It's the week of abundance. It's so crazy. And it's just crazy that Yazzie asked me to be on this podcast on this week. Yeah, and that it got like delayed, right? So it's even like more Mm -hmm. synchronous. 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 Right? God only knows. Fine. Yes. (laughs) Let's call it yes. (laughs) It's a word. (laughs) It benefits. Um, So I I was talking about this recently, just a little element of it. And I know that when I was younger, when I was like motherfucking five, seven years old, playing Monopoly. Yeah. The moment we started the game, I would... You know how you get like the initial monies? Everyone gets like initial monies? I would religiously divide all that money in half or even, like, one-third, two-thirds and stash a whole bunch. I was a bit of a hoarder with Under Monopoly, a pillow. too. Hoard, but, like, when I was so young. Yeah. And I don't know where that came from, but my theory is that it came from the inherited... It, I think it's inherited. So I'm a big believer that those kinds of things are about survival. So money... Right. Money perspectives are about survival. And so where did you get these ideas from? And I think it's related to my mother and her, you know, Jewish history and the Holocaust and being persecuted and, you know, all that. Yeah. And and then on my dad's side... That is interesting because you were five, about so
0: yeah, that would have been beyond choice. That would be maybe something like that is inherited or osmosis-based.
1: Yes, and also I never grew up with an allowance. That's, I was going to ask that. I was going <laughs> to
0: ask if you had chores or an allowance or if there's some kind of like learned like inherent saving kind of thing going on? It's
1: interesting. There wasn't any of that. The only thing I would say is that my mother never, it was almost like she was, I would almost say quite adult with us about money. Yeah. So she never, we never thought there was all the money in the world. Same. We were always around poverty, so we had a very good concept. Same with our of course, UN background. Yeah, you're in
0: third world countries, so I mean, you could see people walking with no pants and a donkey. And then also, you know, your friends that live a foot away from that have like a really nice house and a pool. So there was. Yes, that. and
1: you have a consciousness also even in your house, right? You have the maids, which right. I know it's not a PC word, but that is really what we called the housekeepers. I don't know what else. Housekeepers, I think, or nannies Hask- okay. or something. Right.
0: But I think even in, I would say our... the
1: maid is a nanny. The maid is a cleaner. You know, yeah. That's how is a cook? Yeah, and you know that those uh, maids don't have maids of their own. So you yeah. have a concept of having, you know, and they sometimes they live with you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, no, in our case, they did. Yeah. Yeah, you have a concept of less than more than. Yeah, you say um, things intimately. like the servants'
0: quarters. I mean, right. that was a phrase that existed in my upbringing. The servants' quarters. And it was like a little house, like, and it was like almost like a guest house, like a little bungalow where they lived. And yeah, I mean, obviously that we were on different uh, levels financially mm-hmm. and maybe even and you could even go as far as to say there's a class system. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, I was exposed to that and I guess yeah. you were too yeah, and that defines something or other, but no, I didn't have an allowance, but I, I think I did always have some concept of money, mm-hmm. but I do think that something interesting and I'm not sure even sure if it's true, but, or if I'm totally, you know, aware of what I'm saying, but I feel like not having had an allowance or not having had a super solid idea of money, but just kind of having qualitative measures of money versus quantitative Which makes no sense, you know, like money should be a quantity, like it is about quantity. picking up what you're laying
0: down. Right.
1: (laughs) So so I feel like even now, I'm not even so sure how much money I have saved. I just have, my habit is thrifty. Yeah. It's like, I don't care what is in the background. I just, I'm just thrifty. Yeah, it's like, that kind of plays into this survival-based kind
0: of feeling about it. It's like, if I have these behaviors, I'm safe. If I have these behaviors, I'm safe, like mm-hmm. I understand that um mm-hmm. I think that i'm I think I'm pretty at this point. I don't think I always have been in every area of life. Like one um, area. Like when I was in my early 20s and I first got my first job. Which <laughs> most people are like. You just got a job when you're 20. <laughs> yes. When you live abroad, you can't necessarily work legally. So I didn't have any kind of high school job. Yeah. I don't know that my parents would have had. Or me even. Do that. I'm
1: sorry. What are you going to work legally when you're 16 years old in Ecuador? What are you going to do? Get get five dollars for five days right. of work at a restaurant? It's not going to be viable. It's not a thing. Yeah. It's no. not. Yeah.
0: So I th- I don't know if I was here if I would have gotten a job anyway. I mean, we were relatively privileged. I don't know that my parents would have had me have a job or not. I can't actually even, I can't even divine if they would have. I, I don't know. Divine. But, um, I can't divine. I can't Being an indicator possibly of your comment upon place. that. Yes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I didn't have a job until I was about 21, I want to say. And as soon as I started having money come in and I was financially... Independent. I was like, "Well, this is my fucking money, and I'm gonna do whatever I want with it." Like, there, <laughs> there was just a period of like, I just, I was always really good at having money for other people. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to react to your flipping motion real quick because I loved it. Um, where it came to other people, I was always good. I paid my rent. I was, I didn't owe humans, you know. But when it came to just my money, I really let it play pretty loose, like to the point where, like, I. To pay rent, maybe didn't have money for food, and I was just kind of, like, eating a ramen. Like, I, I kind of had that situation. But I think since 28 and on, I've been very connected, just always saving. I just always save. I don't save for something. I'm always
1: saving. Right. It's um, a saving mentality. I wonder what the shift is, you know? I, I, well, what happened in 2008? Why do you know it was 2008? Not 2008. Since I was 28. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah,
0: and I'm, now I'm 35. So I think that's So what do the you time think frame. happened
1: in twenty eight when you were 28? i I'm just really mature now. No, I don't know. I
0: think that everything sort of uh, I wanted to slow down and settle in and kind of like feel more rooted in general. So I got like a real apartment, not like a railroady style kind of save thing and. The more that everything fell into place and made me feel like I was in a comfortable, safe environment or or not so much just like flying by the seat of my pants Mm -hmm. and not knowing what I was doing, the more that I was like, oh, well, this feels good. How can we continue to facilitate this? And it's like
1: to have a nice apartment,
0: one must have enough money to go on vacation. One must save. And it was very functional. I don't think it comes necessarily from
1: a survival instinct. That's so interesting. That makes so much sense. It's like you... I mean, it's not the best analogy, but it's almost like doing exercise where you don't really know how good your body can feel about it. And then once you start, you're like, oh,
0: guess I'm going to keep this going. Absolutely. And I kind (laughs) of have the same attitude towards exercise and the same timeline. It's like I didn't Mm -hmm. exercise at all in my 20s. I was like, and then I started to like do it. And I was like, oh, I want to feel better in general. And then I quit smoking. And it all kind of the ball rolled, Mm -hmm. you know, I just think it was Mm -hmm. sort of a cause and effect kind of deal. Um.
1: Yeah, I guess I was, for me, it was probably younger. I mean, I think it's, like I said, probably since I was that young, I've been feeling that way about money. Feeling that way about money. And it's probably grown and changed, but not much. In what ways do you think maybe it's evolved? Well... I made some choices when I was younger. When I first moved to New York, I was so broke. And I was like, and I was partying and going out, but I was like taking the train back home and not buying any drinks, you know, because I had no money. Yeah. But and the, I, I had no money and I still was buying drinks. That's interesting. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was because I was like still the priority is saving. And then mm-hmm. finally I was like, You know, I started saving. I started getting... I got a job where I saved, 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 saved. I was living at home with my mom. Saved, 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 saved. And then finally, I felt like money wasn't... It was more of a routine thought. It was like, got to take care of it. But it was not a stress. And I think that's where it's changed for me. When I was... I mean, really young. When I was probably 25, it changed. Mm -hmm. Where it's never been... Or it has in moments, but basically has not been a huge stress. It's been a factor and something that's taken care of. That
0: sounds really huge to me. I feel like I also can relate to, I've just started to connect more with if you have a plan, there's no reason to be stressed.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think
0: that with everything in a way, it's like rather than just be stressed and have this kind of feeling of overwhelming, sit down and plan it out where you can live in it. Mm -hmm. So. If you need money for a rent, blah, blah, you figure out how you can make that happen, and then it's not this like kind of looming.
1: I don't know how to. Yeah, explain this. I mean, I just a feel looming like it's almost, fucking anxiety. Have you ever
0: encountered people who are maybe just sitting there thinking about how annoying it is to do dishes, and like maybe my brain is just like, if you do them. And they're done. Right. I just rolled my eyes at that. <laughs> I know. Me too. I, I'm a very get it over with sort of person mm-hmm. um, now. And I think it's because I realized if you just wait for life to happen to you in a, some, to some extent, that can create a lot of like stress and uncertainty. Whereas like if you just sort of lay out a plan...
1: Yeah, once once you're in the plan, kind of like exercise, it does kind of take a life of its own. So, yeah. you know, for example, in my plan, and I never wrote this down, but I I would actually like to. In my plan, I don't take cabs. Four in the morning, mm-hmm. I don't take cabs. Three o'clock in the morning, I don't take cabs. I don't take Ubers, I don't take... It's just if a I non-negotiable. If I do, it's like some super... Like, there's an exceptional reason I'm thinking I could afford... Like, I could allocate that same money that I spend on... You know, a drink. Like I could, the money's there to allocate to that, but it's like a no-go zone. Yeah. So I'm just like, no, no, no. I will always take the train. I don't take cabs. Oh, midnight. You put it in the
0: box of non-negotiable.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think the the plan thing that you're saying, I think, is is very significant.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I was like deriving from what you're saying, and I could feel connected to that. I I do feel like there is maybe a space in, in everyone's life where they, (laughs) the sounds very (laughs) self-helpy, but I think I've had a space (laughs) in my life. I always do this, just bring it back to self then. Right. (laughs) Where you kind of just don't have that much contingency. And then you're always like, how is this happening to me? You know, how does this like, why do I feel overwhelmed? And it's like, if you actually used a bit of your experience and wisdom of what's happened over time, you could account for that. You could put that there rather than mm-hmm. constantly be surprised and aggravated and irritated. It's like I was late a lot when I was younger too. And it's like now you know how not to do that, right? You like, budget motherfucking
1: time is budget time. It's like when the if it's you like know that's that most your who's who's like the excuse indecisive. of like I will I'm like just I don't even, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about how the trains were late for you when you live don't in New York City.
0: You know what trains do. Yep. Give yourself the extra time yep. allotted. You know the time of day. If you know you're a person who's going to be like, I feel a fan, I don't know what to wear, <laughs> allot that time to wake up earlier, do what you got to do. There's just literally no excuse. If you have a plan, you'll be on time. Right. If you have a plan, you'll pay your rent.
1: Yes. And I agree with that very much. Also, you know, for the... Fender in me, because you know, I'm so I'm a thrifty, like at the end of the day, I want that money in my bank account to keep me feeling okay. Yeah, but because I do love to consume, there's nothing more than I love Same. to b- browse Amazon. I am, a, I am a buyer returner, I'm a buyer, I'm a compulsive buyer and When I used to, when I was younger, I would sometimes order and I'm not exaggerating 50 pairs of shoes. And my credit card bill this. was probably three, four thousand dollars. And they would all arrive like the UPS man would come with like these boxes. I mean, I'm so ashamed of the environment and what I'm doing to it. So sorry. Um, I know that sounds Meh. so. That's like, oh my god, it's like so nice. <laughs> I compost now so for, for but, an angel. So would, and then I would sometimes return all fifty. I remember with absolutely this phenomenon. zero cost to my to me,
0: and all the pleasure. I feel like something, yeah, something about the getting of the package and the opening, it could be enough. And then you could take it all away from yeah. me. There's just something about that,
1: yeah, consumer high. It's a fucking high. And that's the thing that's so much about money is the. there is a a high that comes with spending and consuming. And, and sometimes, you know, figuring out where you can get that high or how you can get it in different yeah. ways. like the fix. Like us going to Ikea... Was amazing because I feel like we got some kind of consumer high, but But we spent like such, we spent the exact same amount, which was like $29. I was amazed. I felt like I was robbing the place and like I was checking (laughs) my own
0: receipt. And like, it's also like we would have gone to brunch and we would have spent more than that, I think. I think I would have spent maybe like $28 to $32. And -hmm. like, we had this perfectly fun, you know, great talk and we walked around and we walked away with something. It was like getting like a parting gift for going to brunch. That's what it felt like. It's like, oh, and now you get a party favor. Like we went to a fucking wedding or something. I don't know. It I know just great. So we're
1: but always that was like it in a very key. cool. Yeah. But that was like a very cool perspective on money yeah. somehow and abundance. Yeah. And you know, what makes you feel like you're comfortable with yeah. money? Yeah. Because I think, I mean, for me, ultimately, money for me is like a cushion. Somehow it's just a cushion. Yeah. A cushion to
0: shield you from the bony butt on the chair, right? Like, right. it's just like, yeah, right. it just right. kind of cushions <laughs> it. Um, is there an area where you think you splurge more? And, like, is there an area where you really skimp? Yeah. So I think these can always be interesting. I think there's a person who will spend thousands on drinks and nothing on toiletries say. Like you go to their house and they have like, everything is suave, but like you go out with them and you know what I'm saying? Is, is there something <laughs> like that? That's such a good point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for me, where I spend the most money for is for sure on food, but it's regular money. Like I'm food shopping, I'm cooking, I'm baking. I'm not like I'm going out to eat. It's a practical area. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, still yeah. practical. That's definitely hands down worse. So it's, it's not even really, really sp- a splurge. But it is because, like, for me, the real splurge example is buying the Cheez at the subway platform. Yeah. Like, that. I mean, yeah. it's not a splurge piece of money amount. Yeah. It's not that. It's just almost like it's bad for me, right? It's unhealthy, it's junk. Are you it's saying, saying che- oh, cheese it? I heard cheeses.
0: I'm like, what fucking <laughs> cheeses are they selling on the subway platform? Please, my aunt, stop buying them. Gourmet <laughs> <Cheez-its. laughs> caviar scented feta. Cheese it's. Got it. <laughs> oh,
1: fucking gross if it was there. Um, <laughs> cheese it's. Continue. Yes. Right. So, like, that to me is like where something that I really don't need. Yeah. Or like beer. You know, those are like little pleasures mm-hmm. that I don't need to survive. I don't yeah. at all. But are not necessarily so good for me. There's like, there is a little bit of a consumer, um, uh, binge, like, a, like a little fix. impulse. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's impulsive oh, right. versus Like necessity. an impulse buy. Yeah. And maybe what is that word? Like a instant gratification? Yes. It's like must have cheese it right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is different from let me wait and prepare a wonderful meal home and blah, which I do as well. Yeah. But I can see the difference between those two. So that's like an area where I really feel like, Honestly, part of this week's uh, task in the artist way was to count every little spending you did. I maybe I should read Swear this. Swear to god book. you should. I feel like it's and a, almost more life everything comprehensive than was yeah. food. Like, you know, it was like grocery this, grocery that, mixed with cheese its, mixed with like this is a great example. I went to TJ Maxx and I bought the gourmet version of Cheez Its. <laughs> There's a whole thing around cheese. That's I it. That's, that's all I bought there. Like, you know, and I. And they're very hard to find. These are very like gourmet, delicious. Oh like God, I love them. World and my bill was like twenty dollars because each little bag was like maybe four. So yeah. four, I probably bought like five bags. Like $20 went into these like gourmet cheeses. You were always
0: like this a little bit. And I don't know, it's it's always been endearing to me. Cheetos like your specific, do you remember? Cheetos, York peppermint patties. Yes. Like if you wanted to make a 12 or 11, a 12 year old Mayan happy, you could just get her a York peppermint patty. And the way that she would, I think what I've been trying to get at in this podcast is like, it's not as though because you indulge, you ever don't have reverence for these things that are treats. <laughs> I, I've always loved that. Like you just looked at this peppermint patty and you're like, I'm going to eat it slowly and maybe I'll save some for later. And like, it was so, <laughs> do you
1: this Yeah, happened? Like, you remember. I don't
0: see people like, I don't know, appreciating things, even if they're sort of a, if they become commonplace because you do them a lot. You still have this
1: Really present appreciation. Huh. I mean, that's such a huge compliment. I just wonder, what do you think of yourself with that? Just because I like have no connection. Like, almost like it's like, wow, what a cool story about this person
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> that might have been me. I have like, absolutely some point. no connection.
1: <laughs> you had this hoard of candy, I remember. <laughs> like,
0: when we were kids ish, you know, preteens, she had this hoard of candy. Every time someone gave her a special candy, it just ended up in this. I don't even remember what the (laughs) container was. It might have been a bag. And every now and then, and again, this is where the generosity comes out. She would trot this out when I like came and like would happily be like, and this is a really (laughs)
1: special wafer. And like, there were just all kinds of candy corn in America. Yes. I, we had an, a friend from America. Yeah. America is what you say when you don't live in the U.S. Amer- <laughs> <I know. laughs> or the States. The States. When people think they're being
0: really cool, they say the States. The
1: States. <laughs> so we had a friend who lived in the States yeah. who brought us Bubblicious, <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah, um, and the Booster Bar at our school. What is Booster Bar? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the moms. Yeah. We had basically these moms who had nothing to do with their time but sell... Imported candy at, at our school. at basketball games. Yeah, so and they were delicious. Yeah, uh, che- Cheetos and mm-hmm. Nachos were always there. No Doritos, really. Yeah, was there was Doritos, Doritos and Cheetos and Fritos. Those were the ones. Doritos and Cheetos and Fritos. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like are about to start it's a song. So stupid. Yeah, but um, so I would always really just buy the Cheetos. That's what I wanted. Yeah, and so this woman though. But but bubblicious is that what it's called? Yeah, there is bubblicious, bubblicious and the Tootsie Rose Yeah, candy corn was my absolute favorite. So that is a stash that I know I have. You had like a, that's stash. a memory. And I think
0: Maybe there's some Israeli candy in Ooh. there too. I, I have a good memory. There was other things.
1: Like there there are things. If my aunt goods. thought it was special, she might not get it again. It went in that little sack. Right. So that's very significant because mm-hmm. I think you know what you're talking about is the attitude about money being wholly interlinked to just. Um, like um, goods that have an end what do you call it like finite finite or? goods. Yeah. finite it's finite mm-hmm. so no, what happens to, to something with your yeah that you have a finite attitude about or a finite feeling towards which I think that that's not so helpful actually I think it's a little bit mm. because I think that there is a whole belief system where you can think it's not finite the world will provide. I can spend more. Will come, but my fundamental belief system is it is finite. You better fucking save it because who knows when the next round will come. Right, and I I do want, I want to, to, to delve f-
0: more into how maybe that comes from, like you were saying, like your mom and the holo- holocaust survivors, maybe in your family. Like, I, I think it does. I mean, my yeah. grandmother
1: always has food always, 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 always has food in her bag. And it's food, you know? It's not just, like, it's <laughs> food. It's, like, options, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's you can not have like nuts. a bag you can of, have like... crackers, you can have candy, you can have a cheesecake, Because who, knows, have... if you who yeah. knows if you go hungry? Who knows if, what if you go hungry? Which is the most basic have... of all. Yeah. So that's always been, you know, a mentality. I mean, do you feel like you have that finite... I you mean, know, I think it's super unhealthy, just
0: for the record. I almost have an opposite effect. I have, in my life, I've had... In my life, <laughs> here comes my <laughs> memoirs. Um, no, let me try to keep this concise. By Yasmin Obuso. With my dad's job in the UN, we didn't want for anything and all of that. And my dad passed away when I was 12, around the time that I knew my aunt. Um, he got cancer and... For a while, things were a little touch and go until my stepmother got a job with UN and then it was kind of fine again. But for a while, it was like financially a little uh,
1: tricky, let's say. It wasn't that long, right? Was it? No. I would just say like seven months or I don't even know. Under a year. Yeah. Under a year, yeah. it was a
0: little bit like, ooh, what's going to happen? Where are things going to, where is the dust going to settle kind of thing? And I think that sort of tear in the veneer of always being provided for Mm. has, it's resonated, but it hasn't resonated in the, I think, way that I, maybe, but it's always the grass is greener. I respond to well in you. I almost didn't want to have reverence for money. I feel like that created a scene in my mind where I'm like, easy come, easy go. (laughs) And that's kind of more been my mentality where I'm like, you have it today. You may not have it tomorrow, but that means spend it that means oh. don't care about it. That means I mean, don't feel connected like to it. You'll be fine one way or the other. Yeah. But entirely opposite. Different reactions. Yeah. Rather than hoard. I feel like when I feel the poorest, I go crazy and I'll go to Zara and buy a thousand. Like I'll just be like, well, easy come, easy go. <laughs> like, wow. I have money now and I may yeah, be losing maybe. my job tomorrow, but tomorrow is tomorrow and today is today and tomorrow is not a granted. And I think that's what and also maybe because the death happened at that time too. So maybe mm. I connected it to like, you can't even necessarily um, planning for the future. You don't even necessarily know you have one.
1: And so living, which obviously everything you were saying sounds like the actual wisdom. Do you mean like but everything you're I'm saying, saying sounds like, sounds sounds like, like fucking, fucking to neuroses, to
0: <laughs> but it doesn't to me, to me it sounds like reverence, appreciation and care about things. And when you are in that uh, moment of abundance, really appreciating it. I think that's part of, yeah. part of the equation. Maybe there's a happy medium between Maybe, yeah. And I was me. just
1: thinking, like, what would your ideal world look like? I a mean, lot that's like such a A lot like
0: this. I do feel like, I mean, that sounds insane, but I just feel happy to be in, in the cycle. I, I feel happy that... I'm in an upflow and I know there may be a down one, but it's part of it and I'm I'm kind of fine. I'm kind of fine with it, you know? <laughs> it it's sounds like very foreign annoying.
1: words to my heart. I know, I know. No, that's amazing. I don't
0: feel that way every day. I think maybe when I'm in a down, the actual downswing, I'm probably a lot more fussy about it than I'm sounding now. But there is something in my mind that in those moments is like, well, always where there's an ebb of flow has come before. And you really do have to add your experience into how you live exper- experientially i think
1: yeah i think for me it, i never had an ebb and flow like that you mm-hmm. know the moment i started having a steady income which was probably when i was 25 or 26 since then it's been a steady income yeah and the security of that and it's never been a lot but steady i mean maybe it was a lot in the beginning but it was at the end, yes, it's never been a lot, but it's so it covers my cost. It doesn't cover taking cabs, does not cover going out to eat a lot, does not mm-hmm. cover taking trips, does not cover many things. But a few little splurges here and there covers, and I'm yeah. and because I love to splurge at home, like I don't need a lot to splurge. You know, like I'm happy to just watch a movie by myself at home or yeah, with yeah, someone. Yeah. Like, it's not it doesn't like there's so many activities that are already built into. Just having a home, yeah, and having a TV there, you uh, know Lord what I mean? knows. Yeah. or whatever. That I guess it, I didn't need it to be a lot more, but there hasn't been an ebb and flow like you, yeah, which is interesting. That is that's significant, which I, is, had- I which I think is what I, I mean, I recognize that this is like, thank you very much. I'd rather like I less money, but cons consistent sign me up yeah rather than have it be in this endless flux no doubt about it like the whole wisdom of like Evan flow some months more some no I don't no no no
0: you want to live in like the constant stream
1: constant stream of income in that sense yeah like that is security that is or I'd rather even like let's say that I knew that like my base was always going to be a certain number yeah maybe it can go up and down from that base great I mean, up from that base, fine, but not down from that base. Yeah. So, like, would you,
0: you think, want to be really rich? Is I that, would that love be a goal?
1: to be, I would love to be really rich, but I think part of what I would, why I would love to be really rich is, like, I love the reasons I would love to be really rich. Okay, give me. Like, I would love to buy my mom and my stepdad a house right away. Oh. You know, a place in the yeah. city. My sister also a place in the city. Like, just, like, boom, boom. Both taking care of homes. Yeah. Then I would love to um, rent homes around the world. Not like many, you know, just like two or three locations and have everyone come for like some weeks or months throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I would like to... Have more people over for really fancy dinner parties, you know. That I would be able to, like, whenever I make dinner parties, which I love and yeah. I love to host people She's over, such I'm always a good like, host. I'm, but the I'm always host. finding ways to honestly give a lot without it costing me a lot, you know. I'm and it's like, it takes strategy. You must be good
0: at it because it feels like Thanks, a lot, <laughs> it feels yeah. See, like yeah, you know, most. I'll
1: be like. This cheese is maybe not the most expensive cheese, but if I melt it and I put some honey on it and nuts, you know, like whatever it is, and then all of a sudden it's like a five I times swear more. you feel like
0: you're at a Michelin restaurant when you go to your house. I don't know what you're yeah, giving me and what <laughs> brujeria you're doing, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like you would be a functional, like sudden millionaire. Yes, right? yes.
1: And well, also because I think I'm old enough, and that's something that my stepdad talks about, which I think is interesting just in the concept of money, Yeah, is that... You have to be ready to ha- for that responsibility. Yeah. And sometimes when you get very famous young or when you become a wealthy young person, yeah, you don't have the inner workings to handle that.
0: Yeah, you have such specific things you want to do. And I feel like right. people are just like, I have a million dollars and they don't know what to do. Like, they're not even connected to what they ever wanted. And I yeah. feel like you seem really connected to what you wanted out of life in general and what's more important so. to you.
1: Well, what about you?
0: I, I mean, I already... also I would have
1: a baby. I would have a baby for sure. <laughs> like right away. I would cause have, you like, don't have a baby cause it's expensive. Not because it's expensive, but it's a factor. It, factor. And it should factor. It's a factor. Big factor. It yeah. Because, because factor. even, even if my factor is like, I have not made it in my career. Therefore a baby will get, I'll be mm. like nanny, nanny 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 baby no nanny I you think know? that that makes sense so, yeah. i mean you, ha- you see all these like
0: eh, homeless is a word that's the thing you're <laughs> allowed to say you see these homeless people with a dog i'm like <laughs> you can't have a dog motherfucker i'm like if you don't have money you can't have a kid You can't have a kid if you don't. I mean, you can. You'll make it work, but I just feel like the decision process should maybe involve accounting the plan. We're going back to plan.
1: Yes, I mean the decision process should take into account that that will be a reality. Just for you, not
0: to guilt anyone as a mother. I've never been a mother. I should obviously shut the fuck up. I know that I should shut the fuck up right now. By the way, but I'm not going to. We're gonna go with this. You are maybe going to find yourself stressed out, surprised, overwhelmed if you don't account a whole lot of contingency and unknown monies that are going to go towards a child.
1: Yes. Although what I would say is that just jump, jumping off, piggybacking off what you said is that those are things to think. Think about yeah. not necessarily to not have a child, but to think about. To whereas, for if it, yeah. I had money, account for if I had money, I wouldn't think about. Yeah, that's really yeah. what I mean. You know, it wouldn't be a thought. nanny, you got the nanny, you, know yeah. the you, got you, the nanny you got the five strollers, you, you got, got the you car, got you got the limo, yeah, you got all the
0: whatever placenta you need to eat to yes. have <laughs> the postpartum yes. to take care yes. of the kid and the nannies. You have all of that stuff. Yes, yes. I understand that. I understand that.
1: Yeah, I. I and I would fund also, sorry, just I would no definitely fund like films and probably start a theater group that I could fund myself. I love this move to theater for you. I actually think that's, Thanks, there's something Yassie. about that. I haven't that done shit
0: squat for it, but we'll see. It's, it's just, it's a bud, right? It's a little Thank bud. Thank you. It is yeah, a bud. Sub,
1: sub, Water stop. that shit. It's your
0: job. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. <laughs> Keep reading the artist's way. <laughs> Um, but no, I, you asked if I would want to be rich also, if I feel, if I feel connected to like what I'd want to do with that money, um, I would not want to be extremely moneyed. It sounds like too much maintenance. I like to sustain, Mm -hmm. you know, I like to maintain, I like to have a manageable amount of everything. I need to have a manageable amount of friends, a manageable amount of job, and I think I need to have a manageable amount of money.
1: That is so True. The only thing I would question is like, well, what does that mean? Like, is there an actual number that beyond that would be manageable? Or could you be someone who would get, who would be comfortable getting wealthy slowly because then you could manage that extra amount over time versus overnight? Yes. I think that if it grew slowly, but it would, there is an area where
0: I think it would make me feel a little bit neurotic if I was, if I had too many options, if I had too many options in life. I think something about me thinking that the ultimate abundance is a $25 like Prosecco and like as much sushi as I want, it's like this manageable abundance. But if I Mm -hmm. thought it could be anything, I think it would create a neurosis. Like, let me try to draw a comparison because that usually helps for me.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: When I got an iPod, it made my brain blow up. Too much music in one place. the amount that it could handle, handle, right? And And I have my little Discman pack with its little CDs and it's like you can only fit eight to ten in there. (laughs) That's where I want, that's where I'm comfortable, that's where I flow. I can't have all the music of all time. This, I don't know, what is it, Spotify? It's too much. I will never pick a song I'll spend all my days scrolling. I've even in the amount of like living in New York City and like having enough money to like eat out or whatever... I have already found dysfunctional areas where, like the the options are fucking endless. When I was a little bit poorer, this was easier. I was like, if I go to Chevelas, which is like this taco place that's <laughs> cheap and it's always good,
1: I'll be the happiest person. Oh yeah, I'm like, give me fewer options any yeah. day. I mean, yeah. I totally agree. So, like thinking about what you're saying about like the options and like getting over the overwhelmed. As part of the artist's way, here I am, broken record. Um, She's not being paid this. by them. <laughs> she should we be. We had this um, basically no media week, you know, so like not really much on your internet, not on your phone. Oh, Lord. No movies, no podcasts, no audiobooks, no music, nothing. And coming down from that, which was two weeks ago, there is a feeling of, like, you're suddenly with fresh eyes looking at just how overwhelming it is, the choices we have yeah. for what to consume. Period. Just, like, consumption. Forget Netflix. media. Oh, no, just forget.
0: So just in general. No,
1: no. I mean, I'm saying, yes, it's materialized. <laughs> like Netflix. You're like, no. Yeah. no, I'm saying it's materialized into media, but you yeah. could expand that into everything. We just have so many. Where to eat. Where to shop. Even what in grocery store, what to eat. Everyone's
0: yeah. had that thing where you go to, like, whatever, you're like, small grocery store, bodega eat type thing, and you're just wandering around, like, it's food, but...
1: Like, but what? what? <laughs> yeah. So, and that feeling of just, like, what to choose, which obviously gets expanded once you can afford more. Yeah. But having my eyes access. opened... Yeah, after this no media week was, like now my response is like a hype like hyper turned off like I don't want to watch any movies I don't want to watch podcasts like I don't listen to podcasts I think I need to I wonder but I'm just saying like it makes you aware for the first time of how much what what you're saying basically of like I don't know I get overwhelmed and it's like Of course you fucking do. That's actually the healthy response. (laughs) To all of this Mm -hmm. information. It's too much
0: information. Like, I do... I'm connected to feeling drained by it. I'm not as connected as I want to be to, like, how to detach from it. And I feel like maybe this, the artist's (laughs) way. Please sponsor me. (laughs) I will do un... Shameless ads. Um, No, I mean, I... I feel that. I do, I've had a lot of experiences where I find myself wandering around a Forever 21, just being like, why am I even fucking here? You know, I know what you mean. Just like, what? and I'm like, I've collected things. We've even had that at I- Ikea, right? Like you go to Ikea and like you have all, <laughs> all this stuff in your bag and
1: you go to the counter and you're
0: like, what the fuck is this? Like, what, what do I
1: even have in my arms right now? Like, right. what is all this And then this you're stuff? like, okay, let's take a moment and yeah. let's no, 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 no. Okay. Yes. Maybe here's I one could yes. use this for this.
0: You sh- like, we had this epiphany in Ikea. You shouldn't be thinking, this is the thing. Here's what I could maybe use it for. <laughs> you should have something you need and find something that functions for it. That's the way around this should work. Yeah. Not like, here's this tiny little glass jar with a cork in it. What could what I put, in, put in there? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I feel like we should get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Do you have a prepared get the fuck out moment? No. <gasps> I will do one, and as I do, you should try to think about something that annoys you. Like, that annoys you. And I feel like... Oh, it there's, sister, you're gonna I be, have many. You've got many. that It Mom can be a word, it can be a thing, it can be a whatever. Like Okay, great. That was awesome. I feel like I I got therapy from this, by the yeah, way. See, I feel, like I feel like I got therapy from it. I always feel like I've had therapy after I talked yeah, to you. The see. best way possible, a massage therapy (laughs) a spa day the whole thing like it's been it's been real thanks Um, nazi and in that kumbaya kind of zen mode (laughs) my get the fuck out moment is spectators of bar games i don't know how many people like to play pool at a bar or to play ping pong at a bar i'm making myself sound cooler than i am i don't like to do that that much but like people suggest it sometimes and i'm kind of okay with it like I like pool-ish. What I don't like is when you're playing and people sort of just crowd around the table and sort of stare at you and make recommendations of how you shoot and, like, the same thing.
1: And what game were you
0: playing? Uh, Okay, so... I was at this place, Iona in Williamsburg, and I was playing ping-pong because Charlie likes to play ping-pong, and I've recently gotten more into it. I was playing ping-pong, and... This crowd of people sort of gathers, and everyone has like, "Oh, that was a good shot." Oh, like, it just makes me lose my shots, just completely get self-conscious, and it just kind of fucking ruins it. Of like, that's it's the happened, pressure of
1: performance. Pressure all of, of, a of a performance. Sudden.
0: It's happened a thousand times with pool too. It's like I'm having a perfectly good time playing pool with a friend or with Charlie or with whoever, and then some usually dude, walks up and just like kind of leans on the table and is like, yeah, you know, if you angle it that way, like
1: go away,
0: go away. It's annoying. It, it's just a game. It's at a bar. This is not like an Olympic event. Like everyone is drunk. It's at a bar. I'm just fucking around. I'm just having fun with my friends. Please do not involve yourself. Remove yourself from the table. If you want to play, just let us know and then go the fuck away. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking bye.
1: Bye. So it ends with get the fuck out? Yeah. Okay, great. Or, you know, whatever. Okay, so my get the fuck out moment, which I loved yours, and I was also thinking, like, these environments with people drinking probably creates more of get the fuck out moments. Like, people get more ballsy. Right. For sure.
0: I mean, good lord.
1: Okay. So my get the fuck out moment is, um, I guess it's like a, pet peeve, but forever a pet peeve. And I'm a big, you know, fan of words and language and word choice. And I cannot fucking stand it when people say, I'm just saying, and then continue with saying something. You're like, (laughs) you're like, I do this. Yazzie's backing into a corner. I'm like, no, but I also get it. So, okay, great. So basically it's just saying... Does not exclude that you were judging or you were criticizing or you were um, mocking or you were supporting or encouraging. Whatever quality of what you were saying does not get excluded from saying, I'm just saying. It's like
0: a cheater term, right? It's almost like you're like, this is not a thing it is a thing. You're saying a thing. Right?
1: Yes, it's it's almost like I said it, but I'm going to excuse myself by saying I'm just saying. Right. And I'm like, it doesn't excuse you. So get the fuck out. Get the fuck with, out of here with just. I was just saying. saying. Yeah. I, Not doesn't like oh you oh you were just saying, means nothing to you me. You can literally be like, <laughs> I mean,
0: women should all just be at home and never ever leave the house. I'm just saying.
1: Yes. Exactly. The fuck. All of a sudden, it's supposed to excuse what or just suggest? put like a blanket of, of 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 baby baby powder over anything you've just said, and over it just the, doesn't. Over the anal it simply <laughs> does not. It it's almost like it's like this tool that you're trying to use is not only faulty, yeah, but it's ineffective.
0: It's ineffective and it's complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. But I feel like with a less astute and get the fuck out mind, it could work. It's a bit of a fucking hoodwink, right? It's You're like, man, like, no. all right, I guess he's just It's saying. like when people there's so many New <laughs> York phrases like this too. I feel like just saying is very East Coast, Northeast and like I also think another one is what is it? Uh, it is what it is. <laughs>
1: that one makes Bitch, me laugh. Bitch, what the fuck isn't what it is. That makes me laugh so much. that it is what it is. I'm always like, great. So we're saying nothing. Someone can cut you off in so traffic it is in a terrible way okay. or
0: just like defecate on your fucking lawn. And they're like, it is what it is.
1: It's like, so I agree with that. We agree. It's Wednesday. Like it might as it's like saying it is nothing. that
0: you shit on my lawn. It is that. But I don't know why you're saying it as though that resolves it in a really pretty
1: way. Just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm just saying. I know. Get the know. fuck out of here with get all you motherfuckers. the fuckers. fuck out. Get the fuck With out. this bullshit language. That's I really love that I mean. you
0: understand get the fuck out moments because they have turned to a very weird kumbaya degree. Like, that's uh, not a thing. They have been a little bit too, like people try to resolve and be like, but you know, if you just try <laughs> to figure it out together, I'm like, no, no,
1: no. It ends with the "get the fuck out, get the fuck out of here."
0: It's <laughs> a out. negative segment.
1: Get the fuck out, Mayan. Thank you
0: so much yes, for being thank on you the podcast. So much. I
1: loved it. This is just such a fun it hangout. Is. Per usual, would you say that it was IKEA worthy <laughs> hangout? <laughs> was it as good Ikea as IKEA star worthy? Yes. Yeah.
0: All right, Mayan. Let's 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 get the
1: fuck out of here. Okay, you. Yeah,